Good morning. Welcome to Conversation Between Friends. It's Luciana. I am joined today by a special uh, co-host, Dwayne Hives. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. And yourself? I am well. Thank you for asking. There's a lot of things that are going on. So I wanted to talk to you about or have a conversation um, and get your opinion on certain subjects or certain things that are going on. One of the things particularly I want to talk about, um, I'm not sure people are aware of this country music star, Morgan Whalen, I believe. And basically he's being canceled culture, so to speak. I, I really don't understand what that exactly means. Maybe you can shed some light on that, but it's canceled culture. Basically they're going after his career, his livelihood. Um, he's been suspended by his label. And what he's being suspended for was he was out with a group of friends and he was using the n-word i'm just gonna say it he was using the word nigga um and you know he caught a lot of flack a lot of people um a lot of people are you know coming out and, and talking about that but what what i have a not a issue with um of course anybody using the word um nigga whether it's black or white i got a problem with it but when we target one race for using the word that is so casually um, being said amongst people of color, I, I kind of question question the cancel the cancel excuse me culture um, thing. So I want to know, you know, just get your opinion on what or your thoughts on that. On the cancel on the cancel culture. The council, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. One more time. No, I was. I was gonna say the council culture. It's it's one thing. That, okay, I'm, you know you know how I talk. I kind of like say three things at once. You be like, okay, let me take the first thing. Yeah. Council culture. I don't really know. Um, I I think I know what it means. It's basically, if you don't like something that the people that the community or the or society would try to cancel you right. and try to silence you. Right. Um, that's my understanding of it. I've never heard of that word, so I want the correct terminology or what it, the meaning of that, and also to discuss the uh, Morgan Whalen uh, situation or you know controversy. So, with the council culture, are you saying is it good for today's time? What is it exactly? What is it? What does the council culture do? It's a, it's a to me, it's a millennial terminology that they came up with, where basically. If I don't like something, I can bury you by counsel or omit you from the conversation or omit you from society. That's what counsel culture means to me. I, I just want to know what your thoughts of that. Um, I, the same as you. I think the counsel culture for me is just um, individuals just blocking out certain certain stuff. Okay. Just on like just taking things off the board. And just being able to have an effect of destroying you without having to physically be. Mm. It's like a cyber, it's like a form of cyber bullying mm. in a sense, because it's like, I could say a thing, make you believe something and tear, I can build something up and tear it down at the same time. And I can wow. cancel you and end your career, end your career with the, um, with the flick of a button. Wow. So, wow, that's that's that's, yeah. that's intense. That's that's really it's it's kind of like you're saying that people don't have a right or to make a mistake or 
you know, or be forgiven for, you know, doing something that society or people deem, you know, um, not disgusting, because there's certain things that are just, you know, you can't get away with. But if someone makes a mistake, it's kind of like you're, you're saying that that person has no right to redemption. You're right. just going to bury them. And, and I think that's unfortunate. Wow. Counter culture is, 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 I don't know if it's a place in our society for that. Um, I think people need to be careful when they do that, because that very thing that you attack somebody on, you may be attacked later. And that, to me, that's, that's just horrible. Now, what um, I, I never, I haven't listened to his music yet, although I do listen to country music. And he said that uh, term, you know, the word, not term, the word. And uh, he, he's basically being banished. I mean, he, they're, they're coming after him full circle. And, and my problem was that I got a problem, like I said, with anybody using that word. It's not acceptable at all. But can we really, why do we hold, I posted this on my Instagram page, why do we hold um, our white people or other people to a higher standard than we do our own? I mean, is it acceptable to use the word um, nigga um, so, you know, freely in this day in society? Or do you get a pass because you're black, you can use that word and you're out with your friends? I just want your thoughts on that. I would say I would abolish the word nigga because it doesn't really mean anything. It was kind of the showing you the range of slang. It was improved as an endearment to you, meaning that you identify what I identify. We from the streets, we from the hood. It was more aggressive. Like that's my dog. But then other people saying it, it's kind of making it in a way like, all right, why are you saying it? Why what, oh you ain't down with the brothers? You don't you don't represent what we represent. You don't have this you don't identify what I identify. But I abolish the whole word because it doesn't mean nothing. All it is is just one person competing for attention and that already has it and they're swapping. That's all I believe that that word is. It's like I'm the white boy, I want to be down, I'm gonna show everybody I'm authentic and I'm real, because that's what the word symbolizes that you're a real hardcore gangster so when you say oh that's my nigga that's how it is it's portrayed as you my dog like you you gonna you're a gangster you this i don't know this this crime i don't know but something of that sort to me i think what you know it wasn't accept it wasn't an acceptable term or word um used at all um, especially like on the East Coast, um, just growing up, those are the words. I, I didn't grow up on the East Coast. I grew up on the West Coast. But it's like on the East Coast, they have a, a zero tolerance for that word being used in public. Doesn't matter if it's a group of friends getting together or not. It was just like, hey, you know, don't use that word because they knew what the word, we all know what the word represent. Um, and it's not acceptable for anybody to use it, but yet and still, um, in the people of color, African-American community, it's being overlooked. Like, well, it, they, they could say it's acceptable for them to say it because it's a term of, if you want to call it endearment or um, acceptance. Mm -hmm. But then when a white person use it, 
it's kind of like, oh, we're going to put their feet to the fire and burn them or crucify them for using the same word that you use freely. And I'm not saying that, you know, anybody should use that word like that. It's, it shouldn't be a word that just should roll off your tongue because it has different meaning from different people. Like you can't say it to like, for example, my dad, um, you couldn't say the word nigga to him. And he would accept it, black or white. It just wasn't a word that you that you that you accept. I don't like the word either. Um, it it just it just does something. But when I hear like Asian, um, Mexican, any person using it outside, I cringe. I kind of cringe. I'm like, wait, time out, stop. So even when I'm seeing it with the, with with my um, within my own community, within my race. I was like, you know, going with all that. I, I don't want to hear all that. But it's like you're seeing this guy career being, you know, destroyed, which it should be. You know, he should be able to, you know, we got to hold him accountable for use that word. It's not it's not um, a word that you, like I said, freely to be used. Doesn't matter what setting that you are in. But, you know, he was out with a group of friends. He said it. Somebody filmed it. Somebody uploaded it. Now, all of a sudden, it's like he is under fire for the very word that you hear somebody use last week. I just have an issue with that. But that being said, it's kind of like this cancel culture. I'm going to bury you. Social media can be vicious, can be cruel. We all know that. But uh, if you're saying it's a word that should be taken out, I agree. But everybody, I, my personal opinion, again, this is my personal opinion, that if you're going to hold somebody to one standard, you got to hold the other person to the, other, the same standard, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to that word. You can't just say, I'm offended because you use it when I can hear your cousin using it like, you know, every day in their vocabulary. I, I just I just have an issue with that. Um, but, you know, again, I, I see your point. It, it's valid, you know, it means something to different people when we say it or when other people say it in the African-American community, it doesn't mean the same thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, it does, it, it, it does, but to some it doesn't. So I'm just going to say that, you know, this is more of a discussion that you can have ongoing because, you know, I'm, I need to understand why it's acceptable for some or why it doesn't have the same meaning because I was having a conversation with um, a gentleman named Devin. You're familiar with Devin. And he said that the word doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have the same meaning as it did when I was growing up. And I'm like, it does. So it's an ongoing conversation because to the younger generation, that word don't mean what it meant in 1929, you know? Uh -huh. Uh, or 1970, or when I was growing up in the 80s or 90s, I remember being in um, Pano, uh, California, and we were just walking down the street, and somebody yelled out the car, you know, go home, niggas. And it was just like, what? And it, it made me, uh, I didn't laugh when I heard that. I kind of like was like, wow, really? Um, and that, and that kind of like was just like letting me know that to me, when you're saying that, it's like I'm beneath you. I haven't arrived. I don't have no right to be on the same stage or in the same uh, league as you. So that's how I feel about that word. But good point. Definitely, definitely get your point. Tell, tell, I want people to understand, you know, what exactly, you know, is your profession and, and what you went to school for and how you can, um, 
you know, really speak on things from a mental um, health perspective? Well, um, I do have a degree. I went to school at Cal State East Bay. I achieved um, a bachelor's in human development, um, emphasis on women's studies, because I thought it was interesting to understand how women move and the characteristics of a woman is very intriguing to me that a lot of mm. men haven't explored and understood what they mean for having. I, I was mm-hmm. wonder, I was underneath the foundation of top tier women. So you would consider them alphas and those women mm. taught how to fend for themselves. Also being, being, being an alpha themselves, but allowing an alpha. I watched two alpha be tamed in the same household. And I watched how they fed from each other. And then I watched how it trickled down. Some people got the trait, but some didn't. And mm. that womanly bond is something that a man misses if he doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. It's something that mm. you can't explain it. So I wanted to know how to become a better man and how to transform my mind into thinking that I'm not here by myself. I feel that I was a woman is the best advocate. A woman is the best thing going. And I, I, I feel that that's my whole entirety of the lifespan itself is that a woman's mm-hmm. love is, it's the best thing you can have. That's just my thing. So that's why. Right. Well, well, you know, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I I, I kind of like when you get into that alpha male, alpha female, I kind of like, ah, there's so much to unpack there with that. But uh, that's another subject. We can go on for hours on mm-hmm. that because I, I really don't I really don't consider women alphas. I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't um, consider, you know, we are nurturers by by design. That's what God put it in us to be you know we're definitely going to protect the family we're like that mother bear so to speak um we had to do certain things or take on certain traits because we are in a in a household maybe with 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 boys or women where we had to be play both roles um but we're we're nurturers um first that's what we are and and i believe the man is the protector so you know, with the alpha male, I kind of like, there are some alpha males. I definitely can see one. I know some. When they walk into the room, they command the presence. That's a powerful thing. And I guess I can see where you're coming from as a woman. Because when a woman walks in and she's confident, uh-huh. she walks into a room. She can just take the air or the energy is just drawn to her. But sometimes, you know, I think we, we, we lost that little bit of, um, you know, sensitivity when it comes, because we took we took on a role that really we weren't designed to do. You know, we weren't designed to go out there, hunt and kill, you know, and then to bring it back to the to the uh, cave, so to speak, and cook, and cook it, too. So, you know, I do think that, you know, women, um, we got a lot to learn um, as far as how to go back to that, that I don't want to say uh prior to feminist movement, but you kind of like got to take that aggressiveness out sometimes because, you know, when you got two people that are just as aggressive as, you know, one person is aggressive, the other one, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you're not going to, to me, you're not going to get things done. So women, especially in relationships, um, sometimes we, 
we don't know how to be because we have been wronged or we have been um, disenfranchised, so to speak. So we come at people um, a little bit different, but a man's going to be a man regardless. And a woman's going to be a woman. So, you know, I just think that in a relationship, sometimes, you know, we get that word submission, which is meant when you're married to another person um, mixed up when you're having a day-to-day interaction with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, what have you. But, you know, this, this is, you know, it's kind of like, I just, you know, women we're, we're, we're special. We're, uh, we're definitely special, but I'm learning from a male perspective, how to be, I think my, uh, I had a conversation with my mom, um, years ago and because I was a, a single parent and I had to, you know, be, you know, boss, you know, I couldn't show weakness, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, people and, and people see weakness and they will just, you know, pounce on that. They would just kind of like go for it. So I had to be kind of like tough to, uh, to a fault that sometimes I can be so because of my personality, I have a, a very aggressive personality all anyway. So for me to take on that role as like, I got to be protector, I got to be provider. Um, and my aggressive um, demeanor kind of like made it seem like I was a no nonsense, unapproachable person. But you know, I digress from that. But, you know, I, I learned from from her when she said to me, is that you cannot beat a man down. You cannot do that. You cannot just go for the jugular because you feel wrong. That's that's not how you're going to commute. You got to learn how to step back. And some things are just left unsaid. I never forgot that. So that was like, you know, something like 10, 15 years ago. And that really shaped the way I am now. It's like, you know, I'll be aggressive or I'll, I'll tell you my opinion. Um, I'm not a pushover but I don't need to tear you down to build myself up. So in a relationship, you know, I, I kind of like, just kind of like let things, you know, not go by the wayside, but I don't have that, 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 that mentality of that attack mentality or that alpha mentality. And, and you know, I just, I disagree when, when people say women are alphas, I, I, I don't, I don't believe that. They said that they're betas, you know, I think that we took the terminology and uh, or the word and we, and we made it into like council culture, our own meaning. But really, when you think about it, the word says what, what, what our roles are. Um, and when I talk about the word, I'm talking about it's in the Bible and we want to take what we want out of it and apply it to something that we should never or shouldn't have done. So, you know, uh, again, um, I, I do, if you don't, uh, I do appreciate us having this conversation. I know, you know me, I can dominate a conversation, but I learned something today and I'm all about learning and I would love to have you back um, again where we can get more in depth on relationships because I think you have a unique perspective on relationships and I think we should, um, we should explore that. So tell people um, where they can follow you um, you know, on uh, social media, and uh, go ahead. Oh, well, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at underscore Wayne who raised you, and then you can follow me on YouTube as Yo Wayne tried this. Um, and those are my only social media sites I have. Okay, when for the YouTube, I'm interested in briefly. Just tell the tell the tell the audience about uh, 
Wayne tried this. What what what's that all about? Um, yo yo Wayne tried this is just a uh, platform for me to explore different things that I never done before. So search mm, for okay. me having an early retirement. Um, instead of saying to retire mm. at sixty five, I'm retired now. Um, I'm still working nine to five. I'm still doing my due diligence, but I'm just having a retired lifestyle to where I enjoy great food, great company, go and go venture out and have all these things that I would do when I get older, when I can do it when I'm young. So I can really reap the benefits mm. of me exploring the world. So yo, Wayne, try this. It's just like a travel, um, traveling show. Um, you may see interactions mm -hmm. with you know, with my mother or family members, or you may see interaction with me taking them to eat and we talk about certain things. So we just, we just trying something different. It's just, Hey, let's go outside the box. Let's try a uh, Christmas in New York this year. It's just different variations and people get to see how we do it, not how they do it in the world. Mm -hmm. It's how we do it. I don't, I'm not trying to capture anybody else's, image i want to capture my own and our and and my family's own so that's just and that can start mm. branching out from everybody else like well if we youtube goes the way it's going to go then everybody else who's on the show has their own offspring now everybody makes money so it's kind of like the platform of yo wayne try this it's kind of the the, the recipe for everybody to ride the wave and create their own YouTubes. And now you have create many stars. So now you create an agency and I keep making money. So that's what my vision for Yo Wayne Try This. It's a productive company. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, I do believe that people should um, do what they love um, and it's not considered work. Um, the retirement lifestyle is, is great, but I also think um, getting people, empowering people to think beyond what they see today and embrace the future is also important. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Um, I've been doing this for a while now, and uh, I keep saying conversation between friends, although the the audience or the people out there or my family and my friends I consider I'm having a conversation with them sometimes it's good to have that you know interaction where people can actually say that I'm actually having a full <laughs> conversation and where everybody's a part of so I would love to have you back um again I know that you are a busy busy guy you, you work out uh seven days a week three times a day mm -hmm. we all know that <laughs> so uh try to catch it again just to go a little bit more you know, talk about anything. Our conversations are always random. You know, we can have another 10 minutes talk about the Super Bowl yesterday, but we're not going to do that. So I appreciate you taking the time. Um, definitely check out um, Wayne, who raised you, underscore. I'm horrible with um, hashtags, but you guys got the gist of it. Um, or, you know, his YouTube channel is very, um, is very enlightening. Um, so appreciate you. Hope to have you back again. You have a great day. Me too.